program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, there we go. Welcome in to another edition of the tailgate. While Jeff catches his breath after running all the way over here because it's a different world that we live in today than it was two months ago, Jeff. Or two days ago. <laughs> did school start today or something? It well, was everybody. I think it did. Back. Yeah. I think no, I think it's tomorrow actually. It starts. Well, either way. Crap. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> well, it's good and it's because if we didn't have a school here, this would be a really well, small town. Sure. <laughs> but you just you get spoiled we'd in the probably, summer. We'd probably have three golf courses. Yeah. <laughs> you just know you, you definitely get spoiled. Sure. Driving around Gainesville, and all of a sudden everybody's back. But Although, the thing is, you're, you're spoiled, and yet it's so hot, you don't want to go outside, so you can't enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I think it must be like rush week or something. It is. I think yeah. every frat dude in the country is at Ironwood this morning. Well, the, yeah. And they were showing up. I just saw a parade of young ladies walking down the street, down uh, Stadium Drive, uh, going, I'm sure, to Rush, you know. You didn't crash your car? It was good. <laughs> no, I did not, but that's a rarity. <laughs> I actually spent some – I got a lot done today, but one of the things that was to get um, – I, I got a car that's got 6,700 miles on it, and I already have a couple of dents that people backed into me. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I had a, uh, a, a, a indicator light that my, had a, a bad tire, so the tire's fine. But it turns out that they just they uh, anyway I had to take it in. Sixty seven hundred miles. I already take it in. So anyway, That's right. It'll be good. It's a Toyota. It'll last. That's uh, what I'm hoping for. It I'm sure be. it'll be Kelsey's car one day. Probably so. All right, well, obviously we're getting closer and closer to what everybody wants. That is a, uh, a football game, although other sports are beginning this week. When yeah. you had soccer already going, volleyball starts officially this weekend. So it's it's real, and it's uh, it's certainly fun. Well, Zach is here today. He has taken the calls, 392-8255. And, of course, uh, Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley here with you. Well, and the thing is, it, it, it feels more real every day as we get closer even to this week one of the season with uh, all, the, all the games we have. And again, there is, not a, there is not one game that is being played on Saturday that you would watch in December. But I'll watch them all on Saturday. I may even stay up for Vandy just to see because I'm just curious to see what, what they're like. Um, do you know who their coach is, Hawaii's? Um, Jeff Hostetler. No, I, I w- I, when I heard this today, that's the first time I heard it. Uh, Timmy Chang, who was a really good quarterback there, yeah, is their coach. So um, that'll be a fun game to watch. But I mean, again, it, we're just ready for it. There is such a you know we talked before about this. What 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 Tony said uh, the other day. 
it's the longest t- two weeks of the year and followed by the shortest four months of the year. And it really is. And these two weeks, this week especially, is hard because even though, okay, we got football on Saturday, let's count it down. And I'm right there with you guys. Let's count it down. We're almost there. We've got five days until there's football on TV. And football starts next week. We know that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of good games next week. I don't think there are as, as many as people think there are going to be. In fact, I'm going to go out on the limb and label week two, or as some people call it, week one, is going to be a, a bust for viewership. You're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to enjoy many games at all. Maybe maybe one. I think there are going to be a lot of blowouts. I had a guy come into the golf course today, spark up a conversation. Yep. And he's a journalist. Been doing it for a long time. I won't say his name. Okay. But he asked my opinion on Florida, Utah. So I told him. And he goes, I think we're absolutely going to destroy them. Really? And I said, that's interesting because my partner in crime, Pat Dooley, says the opposite. If he said we, he wasn't a journalist. Well, he thinks Florida is going to destroy Utah. I, I am more and more convinced every day that uh, it's the opposite. It's the, uh, that Utah is going to handle it, and that's what I don't understand. Here is what I'm going to like. I, even I, Vegas is uh, whatever flipping. Uh, look, I know more than Vegas. Okay, then um, why aren't you a millionaire, and why are you stuck here with me every day? Because I don't have the money to invest in betting. Okay, if I did and ha- could take some losses, I could win a, a fortune. Okay, because I'm that smart. <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. Um. But I've been thinking about I you know I have to do a prediction on the game and I, I we're not still not sure how we're going to do it but I think it's going to be a roundtable on Gators Wire and I've been thinking about this line mulling it over my head and I'm going to use some form of it Utah has I mean Florida Florida is playing Utah right yes. Florida Florida is trying to build a roster and build a culture right now right mm-hmm. Utah's already done that. And that's why I think it's a huge advantage for them. The you know they got a coach who's been around forever. Um, he, you know he just building it brick by brick, and and uh, a lot of older players on the team. I, now, again, if if I had heard a lot of positive talk coming out of the scrimmage from people who were there, unlike me, it might change my opinion because the swamp's a swamp. But yeah. I, I'm not hearing a lot of positive coming out. I don't know what you've heard, but I've talked to a bunch of people who at least saw parts of it. Okay. Still have no speed on offense. You know. But you have a coach that has been successful at finding other people's flaws. And but not necessarily in game them. one against the number seven team in the country. No, I, I get it, but it'll you still all work have out. all of that time to yeah, I know. look at it, prepare, be ready. And it's not like you only had three days to game plan for something. No, like true. I feel like they've had a really long time to look at And vice versa. Yeah, of course. But what do, what do you what do you have on Florida? You've got what the offense they ran off yet. You know, I mean it's still basically the same offense. They yeah, rush but you've got an athlete 
that's way different. He's different, but he that that guy could run around there. I mean, they were last year they rushed I think for twenty one hundred and threw for nineteen hundred. So they were very that they were the balance that that that's what Napier wants, whether he's going to be allowed to to do that or not with his first year. And I just I just want to say, look, I will see. I mean, we it's college football. Florida's only a two-point underdog. I mean, they, mm-hmm. Florida could easily win the game. I just have analyzed it and analyzed it and analyzed it, and I, I think I'm I think I'm think right on this. And the more I've talked to more people about it, people who seem to know, but does that mean you're not going to go to the game? No. Me thinks not. It's just, I guess when I look at Utah as a team, we had yes. this discussion yesterday, team versus coaches, just a team in itself and a coaching staff, because I guess it all is together. They made some changes like, this year. But they yeah, weren't they're... good on the road last year. They haven't been east of the Mississippi River in like a decade. So it's just going to be different. Like in, I, I, don't, I don't know how they adjust. I don't know if they're different than their flaws last year, which everybody thought was a really good team. I mean, they spanked Oregon twice. Early in the year, they struggled because they had Cam Brewer, who we talked about yesterday, got the job at Liberty mm-hmm. as their quarterback, and he wasn't very good. And they got way behind us against, I think it was San Jose State, your favorite team. Yeah. And um, and then they brought Rising in. He all, he almost got a win. I think they lost in triple overtime, something like that. Uh, and they were a much better team. You're right, though. On the road, they weren't a great team. So maybe that's why, yeah, I'm not going to say this is a lock. I would I would not bet on it. Let, let's put it that way. Because it, I would never bet against the Gators in the swamp. Um, just because it does change the dynamics of the game. Mm-hmm. This place. This place, and there, there are only a few that I, I believe really do. I To be honest with you, I think Tuscaloosa does, but I, it's, sometimes it's hard to tell whether Tuscaloosa does or not, or is it just because they got all the good players? Yeah, they're just beating <laughs> up on everybody. But it, that place is really loud, and it's maybe it's because we're low in that press box. Yeah. Which I, I think it's the, my favorite press box in America. You're right on the 50-yard line. You're all down low, so you feel like you're in the stands. And yet you can go up and get a Diet Coke anytime you want. That's nice. Can't I love that. that one. Yeah, good one. Well, if you want to call, you can. Obviously, uh, lots to talk about. Your thoughts on uh, everything, what we just discussed. I mean, are you of the mindset because of all the talk and the conversation and everything that's going on, at least positive-wise, can can Florida pull this thing off? Or are you of the you got to show me first kind of mentality? Because, yeah, Utah's good. That's where I am, yeah. I, I mean, mean, there's a reason why everybody picked them to – Finish as high as they were. It's a veteran savvy group with a coach that's really damn good. So yep, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, they know what they're doing. But uh, as you said, um, on the road they were mediocre. I would say last year. Um, I'm not sure if we know enough people to do this. What? But I would love to. The Angels are for sale. For sale. Ooh. The value is like two point two billion. I, that's you think we could round up enough folks? I got, I got that much in my uh, encore account <laughs> for my Christmas club. What, and what's crazy is Artie Moreno, who's the owner, bought the team yeah. for like a hundred and eighty million. So he's not just making like twenty that years ago. Much, well, he is making that yeah. much. Money, yeah, one hundred eighty million. And now it's two point two billion. That's a lot of money. Like, think about what. 
the amount of money that he's made. Well, that they valued the um, the Cowboys the other day came out at I think it was sixty billion. Wow, was the value, and it's funny because um, the owner of the New Jersey Generals decided to buy the Generals instead of them. He didn't think it was a good investment. I think it was fifty million back then. Wow. And he said, whoever buys it is going to be a loser. <laughs> and, well, Jerry Jones has been a loser lately, but he's made money. Made a lot of money. That he has. All right, we'll get a break. We'll open up those phone lines for you. Get after it if you want to contribute to that. And let's put a package together to buy the Angels. Let's let's all get together. <laughs> Throw our money in there. I get a quarter. We'll call we'll call it the, uh, the, the tailgate listeners. But Pat will be the uh, CEO. I'll be the GM. Oh, I'm the manager. Are you kidding me? That's the greatest job in the world. You get to put a uniform on. All you do is just write down a lineup and then write down and, and Otani and Trout. Two sunflower seeds and sit there and watch the game. I love it. All right. We'll be right back here on the tailgate. The flagship of the Florida Gators. ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM. WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly May dusts, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly Maid is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I don't know cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. 
From every called third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we're back. The second segment of the show. Let's go ahead and get some calls. 392-8255 if you want to call and talk about anything going on in the world of sports. Right now, let's go to uh, John see what he's got for us today. John, what's up? Yeah, good afternoon. Hey, guys. You're, Hello? You're good. Okay. Hey, Pat. You know, it has a lot to do with the, the opponent that we have coming up against Utah. But I'm, I'm looking back at the, the last coach to, to lose their, their beginning game, I guess, was Galen Hall. Or not Galen Hall, was uh, Charlie Pell in 79. Who was the opponent of that? Do you remember? 79 was, uh, I believe it was, um, was it SMU? I don't. I don't know. I, I think it was SMU uh, or Houston, one or the other. That's I right. I remember we played in the, the Astrodome. Out of the Astrodome, wasn't? yeah. It might have been yeah. Houston, yeah. Yeah, okay. And the next well, game was the one they tied, and then it didn't go well. well Georgia Tech, I remember, the, I guess the controversy was the guy jumped on the back to block a field goal or something. To, yeah, Lawrence to Lowe. Lawrence Lowe blocked it. But, but I'm pretty sure Galen lost the Kyle Morris in eight, game? 88. Think. Yeah. They had an SEC game well, against that was Ole Miss. Ga- that wasn't his opening game. I'm talking about a No, I think it was his opening game. It was uh, 14-10, the Houston game. Okay. So that right. was, oh, you mean the first game they coached? They've ever coached. You know, you know, Spurs, uh, first game against Oklahoma State, you know. I'm just talking about, you know, because the, the teams that they play are usually like, uh, you know, Eastern Washington. So I'm not – Negating the fact that, like you know, you know, yeah, this is not a okay. Yeah, no, the toughest one that was Mullen had Miami that mm-hmm. one year. Yeah, yeah, I remember in you know, the campus World Bowl, whatever, and you know, we somehow squeaked out after like 19 sacks and stuff like that against their quarterback, and we still had to hang on to win the ball game. But uh, I don't. I, I'm just happy I never have to go back to that state. That was brutal. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you go back to 79 too. It's like, you know, I, you know, you recollect more than I do, but it seems that like there were some, a lot of fumbles, non-fumbles in the Florida state game that we, sh- you know, you know, after review, we should have won the ball game because of the, the hideous non-calls that they called in that game. You remember that game? That was the 2004 game. No, no, no. Or the, 2003? I'm talking about go back to 79. 79. Um, a little bit. I remember Florida. Something really we good. I think the they game. blocked think a punt really early. Didn't was... they come out in the uh, in the in the in blue blue pants for that game and the orange the jerseys? Gators? Yeah, I think. Florida I'm not sure, did. but I thought there was either a fumble that Florida got and they called it dead. A blocked punt. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I yeah. My memory kind of wiped out most of that season. Right. I I hear you. Uh, Jeff, switching to the Dolphins, I mean, it's only preseason, and we're uh, not seeing too much because it's, you know, they had 2-0 in there for one series. It's kind of vanilla. I'm really, I'm really a little concerned of their running game. I mean, they're running for, like, you know, maybe like 2.2 yards on average. Is, is that 
something that you think is alarming, or is it just because it's preseason? No, I think that's got to be a little bit alarming. I mean, you don't have like a, a ton of ginormous names there, but I think at least you've got a creative guy, and I think more of you know where their weapons are, certainly the receivers. So I'm sure they'll utilize the, the passing game to almost be like a, a run game, just get it out of two of his right. hands real quick, get it to, to Hill and Waddle and those guys and, and be able to do some damage. So uh, maybe that's what they're working on, understanding. But And then if that starts to work, then you can, of course, get the, the rest of the run game going. I got you. I watched a little bit of the – I mean, Tampa game, they didn't run, They didn't do a fact. They had like 20 yards. And then I watched some of the replay of the Raider game. And it's just something – I mean, both teams were getting st- – stuffed at the line so I think that both teams defensive lines were just playing pretty dominant in that game and game ended up about 15 to 13 so it wasn't really a, a stellar game I just wanted to watch for for you know scenarios of what's going on it just it's yeah, just kind of and I, and I think what they're going to do if I mean if it's if it is Chase Edmonds that wins it over Mostert then you know he's more of that kind of scat back type of guy when he had all that success in Arizona doing that kind of stuff so I mean, maybe it's just but the offense what, been, that they want to run. Yeah, they've been featuring Gaskin too. I mean, he's he's been there a while. He has. So I don't know who's going to be the the premier back. Is it going to be Gaskin? Yeah, and what Sony Michelle's Edmonds. on the roster too? I think. Right. Well, Sony Michelle played a little bit. You know, he had like two carries for yeah. like negative two yards. So I was kind of hoping to see him do a little bit, but just it just it was just kind of disappointing a little bit. Even even though it's preseason, so I just. Just kind of question, you know, their ability. And, you know, I was hoping, you know, with a new coach come in, I get it's preseason. I wanted to, I wanted to see Waddle and, you know, just to see some aspects of some execution. But it's, I mean, you know, you know, we've got one more preseason game and it's, and there's nothing on tape to say, hey, guys, this is what we need to do. So <laughs> that's what's, what's concerned me a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Hey, great show, guys, and I'll holler at you later. All right, John, thank you. Yeah, I know I won't be drafting any uh, Dolphins. Dolphin running backs. No, that would be a bad idea. When is our draft? It's oh, coming up. You, put, you said you weren't playing. Yeah. Now you're back on. You're right. Now you're back on but the But I, I feel an obligation to our listeners to play. Yeah, then we got to do one. Okay. Got to do a – I uh, tried to do a, a college one and uh, with uh, the people who listen to my podcast – about three people responded. I, I think it just doesn't it doesn't feel right, you know, to do a college one because it's just so many bye weeks and so many yeah, it's, weird it's, opponents. That's hard. Yeah, tough to do. Um, and speaking of the NFL, of course, uh, Tom Brady's back, so that means Kyle Trask won't get as much run as we have seen him. Yeah, but, I wonder what they do with Brady in this last preseason game. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do they say, "Hey, we know what you." We, we know what you can do. We don't want you to get hurt, or and let Trask play. Or do they, you know, play him for a half? Or do they want to play him a lot because they want, you know, he's rusty? But I don't know. That, that's an interesting. Uh, yeah, I just situation. don't think. I don't think he needs it. No. But the the hard part is that Trask wasn't as good the second time as he was in the first game. I think he was like eleven of twenty something. So that hurt a little bit. But we'll see. Obviously, he's not going to start over Tom Brady, but just nope. keep getting him some run and get Blaine Gabbard out of there, and we'll see what happens. See what uh, uh, Copper Gators got Blaine for us Gabbard, today. You deserve to lose. Yeah, he's been good. You know, I I figured I'd get in while you had your quota of fantasy football talk on, so I wanted to hop in. I know there's a there's a time limit of that stuff there. Uh, there yeah, it, so. it, is, it has expired. <laughs> oh, well, can I – you know, the reason they don't do in, uh, NCAA fantasy football, Pat, and I'll give it to you, is because there's too many teams. Most of the time what they do – 
is they'll regulate it to a certain conference, like SEC, right. Big Ten, you know, uh, Big 12, something like that. And then you can only pick players from those conferences, which then, you know, kind of evens the playing field in regards to you're not having to follow, like, you know, a North Dakota State guy who's throwing for 500 yards and six TDs in a game versus, you know, somebody who might who might just be managing clock on that game. So that's why it makes it a lot more difficult to do college fantasy football. Yeah, no, I mean, that, I, I really did want to a long time ago want to do an SEC-only league, but then you, if you get eight people in, there's like five teams will have a bye one week, you know, so it kind of screwed it up. No, yeah, I think I think it would be great. I'd love to do it, but it's a, it's definitely time consuming in that. Um, you know, secondly, you know, I was wondering, you guys have you both walked around the new Havner Center yet? We have not. They had the uh, opportunity the other day, but we were on the radio. But we're going to get an opportunity later, right? Uh, okay, that is correct. We when will you, get a, a little private thing next week. When you do, could you fill us in on some of the things that we haven't seen on Twitter or or on the videos they released? I'd like to know whether. You know, there's some some little hidden gems that you guys feel would, you know, really put that facility better than than some of the other ones that are out there, and that would be, I think, a cool a cool aspect or something to find about that building. Sure, sounds good. I watched National Treasure last night, so I'm in the the, the parts of yeah. finding the cool things. So maybe I will. Well, the, the look, I can tell you, they may have a thing here and there, but everybody's got a. I mean, not everybody, but all the haves have these unbelievable Taj Mahals. So. Um, you know, the barber chair is not new. The, the cryotherapy is not new. What about the rap studio? Rap studio is not new. Georgia had one, one of those. Um, yeah, so that's enough of that. Uh, uh, I mean, I really need you to, you know, bust a groove there, Pat. I'm really, I was really getting Yeah, that, that. Would, that wasn't me. I was giving him the chance to freestyle. I, I mean, he, he really has the chance here. I thought he would just bust out a Beatles tune and just really go with it, man. Hey, but, uh, speaking of fantasy, real you're quick, you're a real nowhere man. Yeah. Have you um, have you gone into any of these leagues where it's got like the uh, the super flex where you can like actually pick a second quarterback to be that flex guy? I, I have, and that and that's just a uh, offensive position is what it's called, Jeff. You're allowed to put a wide receiver, a quarterback, running back, any any position that you have to fill it in. Um, my PP, one of the PPR leagues I'm in, technically has that. And it, it definitely equals itself in a PPR versus standard because you can you can make up the catches that would differentiate from the quarterback touchdowns. And I know I get divulged into that. But they're a lot of fun because you can put in multiple quarterbacks. and Yeah, I feel like you, almost like then that would completely change my draft strategy and I'd pick like two stud quarterbacks to start. And, and you could, and it depends on what your weight's on QB, on TDs and stuff, but a lot of times those leagues put heavy points on receivers and running backs so that you're not just stacking your team with quarterbacks and yards. Okay. But, no, it's interesting. So, yeah, it's a, it's a new thing this year. So, Yeah. And, and, and lastly, before I get the phone, fellas, is, you know, if there was if there was one – with all the new construction around town, and, and you know, I think it's cool what – they're probably going to have the swamp open for game day, and they're probably going to have those areas right there on downtown – I mean, right midtown open. If you could bring back one place uh, that you miss the most over over the last 20 or 30 or I guess he was bringing up 79 Pat that you can still remember I wasn't even born then you know place that you want the one place you'd want back for football season uh what would that be and why so we'll talk to you guys later and have a great one all right Coppergator thank you I hold on I think I know your answer because I've heard you talk about it it wasn't even around when I was here but you would like go there and play like games and different things What, what would be your 
pick? Well, first of all, one of my picks would be the swamp, but the swamp is going up. It's just going to be at a different place. Yeah, a place. different spot. But what, what's this old place that you used to talk about all the time? The Purple Porpoise? No. Joe's Deli? No. No, it's a list. No, there's one other one. It's maybe started with an M or something. Uh, You've like talked Murphy's about Pub? it before. Maybe that's it. That's all the way in the other part of town. Um, mum, 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 Do you mum. go there all the time? I don't know. You're, I don't know. I think you dream that when you it'd be the you dream of me a lot. Yeah, I think for for me. I mean, I used, that was my college. We used to call them porpoise games in, in print. You know, when yeah. Florida would blow somebody out because people go there. come. You know, come back at halftime and then go back to the game. Yeah, that was then, the cool part about in college. You were allowed to re-enter, so everybody would always leave at halftime. When and come did they back put over. the kibosh on that? Maybe. 15 years late, ago? Well, I thought it was like the late Spurrier years, maybe. No. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I was here for that. You might, right, I'm going to look to see if I can find that. I've been on a roll in terms of researching things today. All right. Well, you do that, we'll take a break. So hopefully uh, that'll give you about four minutes to find it. You're listening to the That's tailgate powered by Gatorland <laughs> Toyota. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. We know it's been hot as heck outside, and the Gainesville summers certainly make you sweat. But I've got some fantastic news for you weather-wise. Folks, it's about to get even hotter. Now, don't worry. That's a good thing because prices are sizzling at Oaks Jewelry throughout the month of August. In fact, it is their lowest prices of the year. With fashion jewelry and sterling silver, 40% off. Earrings, rings, necklaces, gemstone jewelry, and diamond earrings, 30% off. And fellas, guess what? You can get 20% off engagement rings all month long it's a perfect time to ask that perfect question and there's no question that oaks jewelry is the place to go for all your jewelry needs locally owned and operated they've been making gainesville sparkle for more than 30 years so stop by today say hey and walk away with the best gift in town the barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd 
right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their license Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Scattered to widespread thunderstorms are still possible through this evening. Then high rain chances around 70 to 80% continue tomorrow and Thursday. Thunderstorms are likely on Friday too. Highs near 90 the rest of the week. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Everybody's getting a um, documentary on them. Then I saw where Carmelo Anthony is going to have a four-part documentary series. And I thought, okay, could they do the first three episodes on just his one year at Syracuse? <laughs> Syracuse retired his jersey, by the way. Oh, they did. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. A lot of quarterbacks being announced as starters all over the country. So far, Auburn still hasn't announced. I think Finley will be there starting. Looks like all the transfers transferred for a reason. They're getting jobs. Yeah, the uh, you remember Michael Penix Jr., who was at Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. He is the uh, Washington Huskies starting quarterback. Ooh. So. I didn't even know he was there. It, just like with John Reese Plumbly the other day, I had no idea he was at UCF, and he won the starting job there. But I tell you what, he's going to be good for them. They're going to be a pretty good team this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw them last year. They were, you know, played hard, harder. Yeah, because one team didn't play hard. Oh, wait, I thought you said they didn't quit. You can't have it both ways, Jeff. It was not the same team. It's different. Well, how is it different? Because that was a game that didn't matter. Oh, every game matters. No. You don't think Samford mattered? Yeah, regular season. Every game matters. Not a bowl game. Bowl games matter. Sorry, you just got to. Does it help you? Unless you win the last one? Uh, I think it makes you feel good, makes you happy, makes you, uh, helps you with recruiting. Is, is that the case last year? No. Okay, so then that's not right. You know who might be right, though? PG. Shout out to PG. He said that the re-entering policy 
changed when Ron Zook became the head coach. Maybe that's what he was yelling at the frat guys about. Well, and that's that is don't leave. I, I I I'm sure PG remembers that correctly. I thought it was the end of Spurrier, but that's coincided with the beginning of Zook. Yeah, and and the reason he remembers is because he would buy two tickets, so that way he could go out and tailgate and come and back come in back, again. Yeah. Boy, Ron Zook just had nothing go in his way. And, and still, it's the guy that won eight games a year. And, I mean, he never went four and eight. He never lost to Georgia Southern. He never celebrated a win over Samford. Right? Correct. All praise to Zucker. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as, as it felt at the time. But, again... The reason it felt so bad was because um, there was so much success before. Yes, that. exactly. I have so many texts me right during that I couldn't think of it. Um, obviously, and Spurrier was, I was telling you, Jeff, I'm working on this story where I'm getting all these great quotes from Spurrier openers. And I mean, I'm, I'm laughing out loud, reading them again, you know. And so you had that plus, what do you lose, 22 games, something like that is career at Florida and almost never at home. And then Ron Zook came in and couldn't catch a break. Mm-hmm. Could not catch a break. The, the worst one being the 4 Tennessee game when Dallas Baker gets swung at and swings back and costs him the game. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. He just, that's why I call it Zook luck. And it, no, no offense to Ron Zook, but it is Zook luck. When you can't catch a break, and then you lose that Tennessee game, and guess what? That is the side to release this story about the uh, fraternities, and there was an issue there. Right? Yeah, think that was coincidence? Me thinks not. Mississippi State plays the game of its life. You you lose your bye week during the season, your last season, which he always feared would come back to haunt him, because you you need to have that bye week to look. I mean, nothing went right. If you can name who they were supposed to play in the first game, they ended up playing later in the year. I'll give you something. Charleston Southern. Middle Tennessee State. It's close. It was close. Same area. Same vicinity. To drive there one state, get over there quickly. Do you want to see the. Team picture today? I got I did, posted. Yeah, there's eight million people in it. <laughs> there are more polo shirts than actual players. <laughs> it was actually counted. I think it was 140 polos and like 116 players. Got a lot of polo, but I mean that's what. And again, like Florida, I think I think people are, and I've heard this in the, in the national media, kind of making fun of Florida for having so many of these people. Everybody, but you don't think. Alabama and Georgia have these kind of numbers uh, for support staff. But the bottom line is Florida committed to it. They increased, uh, uh, Billy Napier has said this, by 20% their support staff mm-hmm. um, to get up to what they need to uh, compete in recruiting, and it's paying off so far and everything. Uh, so, look, this is a process with this coach and this coaching staff and uh, this team. I, I would bet – money, cash money, that by the end of the season they'll be a pretty good team. I don't know if they will be at the beginning of the season. 
and that's that's unfortunately when you got some really tough games. But you have them in the middle of the season too. I mean, you go what do you go LSU, A and M, Georgia back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Well, I get a bye week, but yeah, I mean, so I don't know. We'll see. I just hope Gator fans are are a little bit patient if things don't go well. And again, but I, I will say this, Jeff. The, you know, we we talk about this new coaching staff and everything like that. We're going to find out about this coaching staff when it goes bad, and it could very well go poorly this year. It could be year one and three right off the start. Then you find out about whether the players really have bought in. It's easy to say you bought in when you don't have a, you know, a game in sight. You haven't lost a game yet, and you know you're getting free, you know, better food, and you're getting better parking and everything. It's easy to say you bought in. Then you go lose a game, and you saw it last year. The Kentucky after the Kentucky game, they weren't the same team. So that's when you find out what kind of how they're doing things, how they're how the combination of this staff and these players is working out. Yeah, how how much they hold the kids accountable for. Right. And he preaches accountability, discipline, yeah. accountability, and, and, and I think structure. You're, you're seeing that with a couple of players right now that might be a little pouty, and yep. you got a coaching staff that's not going to put up with that. So, yeah, I, I like it. I, I mean, I like the way that, like, I just I feel like everybody, player wise, really enjoys Napier's coaching style, and they like what he's doing. So when that happens, you're you're more into playing for a guy or at least listening to a guy and having that appreciation to be like, okay, yeah, I will buy in. I will make this happen. So if there are some struggles, it's hard to imagine that they won't do that because I think he could very then easily say, okay, well, then you won't be here next year. And some of them might say, okay, well, that's fine because I can transfer and it doesn't matter. So that's the unfortunate part. But I I think more than anything – if you started to slip into that, man, I don't want to be here type of mentality, I think there's a lot of good things right now that would then reel you back in to say, or well, am I going to really get this somewhere else? Well, and that's exactly right. That you, as, uh, you need to do this, these kind of things. Um, and I know some people are aghast at the size of this building over there and that the players are eating steak and, all this, but you need to get players, and you got to. But then you got to keep them, and you got to keep the only the ones you want. Now it's, it it has become kind of a pick or choose, you know, where you go, well, you know, I think I'm thinking about entering the transfer portal. That might be a good idea for you. Probably yeah. a fresh start. And and how many guys? That I don't entered think you can play the transfer portal from last year's team went to a school equivalent of Florida. Emory Jones would be the closest, probably. Yeah. I mean, Arizona State's pretty good. They're not bad. Uh, but that, not the same competition. It's going to be easier. Yeah. I mean, what, Copeland goes to Maryland. Give me a break. Five and seven. So Missouri maybe five It's and not seven. like guys Florida would be leaving Florida to go to Alabama or Georgia. No. Which would, would be very frustrating if you kept losing great players. That, that's a problem. They've been able to keep the players that we think are going to be great happy that whether it's Anthony Richardson, whether it's, you know, uh, Jervon Dexter, whether it's Brent Cox, all those guys, they've been able to keep those guys want to be here. And that's, that's huge. Huge. That is huge. All right. Well, we got a, uh, another list. Pat loves his list, but the preseason uh, coaches, all sec list came out today. So why'd that come out today? We'll run you through a few Gators. Okay. That made their way onto it. When we come back, 
here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Football season is almost here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Whose side is Harvey Ward on? If you believe he's on our side because he voted with Commissioners Chestnut and Walker against the elimination of single-family zoning, think again. On August 31st of 2020, Ward voted to have city staff prepare a plan to eliminate single-family zoning. This was after the Gainesville Rise proposal in 2018. People packed City Hall saying we don't want it, but Ward asked staff to eliminate it. Whose side is Harvey Ward on? If you believe he's on our side, think again. Don't let Ward's vote on August 4th fool you. Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will protect neighborhoods. Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will restore citizen-centered government. And Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will cut wasteful spending. Choose the candidate who has mayoral experience. Vote Gary Gordon for Gainesville Mayor. Political advertising paid for and approved by Gary Gordon. Campaign for Gainesville Mayor. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right. Jeff and Pat back here with you. End of hour one. About 10 minutes left. Do you want to sneak in a call? And then, of course, we are here all the way until 6 o'clock. Some good news. Ricky Pearsall back. Full contact. He is uh, a full go today. It's the last day of practice for those guys, basically. And then. Yeah, the Thursday they start on Utah mm-hmm. prep. Then it uh, gets real. So, yeah, last day of uh, fall practice, so to speak. Well, it's good it. to get him back, and again, I, I, you know, one of the knocks I think on Florida last year is probably going to be the same knock as this year, and maybe Pearsall can make a difference, but I don't know where the speed's going to come from. 
getting behind defenses. And, and we saw in the spring, Jeff, I mean, there weren't a lot of long passes. I mean, they, they were playing to their strength, which was, you know, uh, guys who who were pretty good possession guys. But they're going to have to uh, – they're going to find a way to, to uh, you know, make the field tougher to defend. And certainly at some point you could pl- – play up against an offense like that yeah but that's where the the tight ends are going to be a big factor like he he is a guy that utilizes those guys quite a bit I think we saw it in the spring game and anxious to see how much it's going to happen when it's all said and done in real life too so we shall see uh also Ethan White back at practice today too so yeah he had a procedure I think (laughs) he's also well everybody I love when they say procedure we'll leave it at that Let's get to uh, Byron as he joins us next here from the tailgate. Byron, what's up? Hey, gentlemen, Jeff, Pat, guys, thank you for taking my call. Uh, uh, Pat, for the last few days, you've been having some interesting calls. And, Jeff, I'm glad you're getting on him about, you know, sometimes the players seem like they quit and things. And uh, I, I, I like to try to defend them and say, you know, sometimes I think if you plan on a staff that seems like they have quit and, and, and no one's behind you, it tends to to, to go with that. And and if you want to think I'm kidding, the Jacksonville Jaguars last year quit because you can you can blame the players. Yeah, they supposed to show up. But when your coach is Urban Meyer, the way and, and I love that guy last year, you can't tell me, Pat, those guys supposed to come out there and just play hard. No. Well you're professionals and you're getting paid to play, play Well you're getting paid but they they wasn't getting paid in college last year so I'm I'm I beg the difference. You're right, in the NFL, so we, we were talking about Gators of Jacksonville, but my point is the pros even quit on a sorry staff because you don't have a chance to win. They're not giving I, – I, I was talking to Lars today, and some of the stuff he was telling me, that they weren't even teaching those guys how to block properly. So if they're not setting you up to win, you tend to quit. And one other thing, Pat, y'all were talking about the guy who uh, was on the, at the red light years ago, I forget it, a, a defensive player. He was asleep at the red light. Um, Carlos Dunlap, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Enough, if, if, okay, the reason the Gators lost that game to me is how if he played next to you, you supposed to come in focused after that. So, yes, players do quit, and they have mental lapses because life is life. So you're right, but, but don't think they, just because they go into the pros and there's money involved, they don't have problems. Just like the, the, the player for the uh, – the Oakland Raiders that lost the Super Bowl or whatever that was when he was somewhere drugging out and just messed up the whole team. So, yes, they, they do have those problems. So, you are right, and I don't blame them. Thanks, guys. All right, Byron, thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, look, you can, but you can find an excuse for not playing as hard as you can. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer you, you have 12 games, you need to go hard in every one of them. I'm a big believer if you're getting paid like they are in the NFL, you go hard because you don't it's all on tape. Everything is on tape. And especially with these NIL deals, you're getting paid. So play hard. That's all you ask. That's all I ask of people. It's not hard to do. It's not hard. Like you never gave less than your hundred no. percent. Like I and that's what I, I just don't understand that mentality. Like why would you do it? You only have limited time to be able to get out there and showcase what you have yeah Yeah, i mean i guess some people get comfortable but then again if you're comfortable then other people are going to watch that and and you're not going to make it well and that's that's exactly right people get in in a comfort level and i think even when you're within a game 
sometimes a player will say, man, I'm kind of tired and, you know, let's, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of bounce into this guy on this play or I'll just, uh, you know, I won't block quite yeah, as well. I, and I could get it in practice. I mean, it's really hard sometimes. That's why Allen Iverson went practice. out there and said that. But it, it shouldn't happen in the game. Like, there, there's 90,000 people. You should take yourself out. That, yeah, that paid to watch Like Emmett did in the play. Freedom Bowl <laughs> at halftime. Yeah. He took his pads off. Yeah, I don't want to play anymore. Antonio Brown did it too. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I look. It's easy to be critical of the players. It's easy to be critical of the coaches. It's easy to be critical about everything about last year's team. We've talked about that. Um, maybe it's time for me and everybody else to let it go. Yeah. Well, and there are some guys on last year's team that, at least the uh, the coaches throughout the SEC, if they actually vote on this, are saying they're going to be better. This year, preseason All-SEC uh, coaches team has been announced. Gators have just one first-teamer, and it was a guy that wasn't even on the team last year. Osiris Torrance, the uh, the big offensive line transfer. But guys, As, as it was on the, uh, on the media team. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, I don't know if people are really have really studied him or watched him or, or if they're just going, that's a cool name, you know. And he came over, and he must be, he must be SEC worthy if, if Napier's taking a chance. I mean, but I think a lot. Do you of think anybody in the media watched like more no, than five minutes of? But Louisiana a lot of games? those people look at where the NFL scouts project a right. guy and how they do it, and that's how they vote. And they do talk sometimes. For all these to people. Things. I don't think the coaches do. I think they just give it to their SID. Yeah, so they do. Put it. this guy and this guy on there, and well, the Gators have two on the second team, two on the third team. Have you looked at the list? No. All right, so then I'm who, gonna guess they who were the two on the very second much team? Like, um, very much like the media did, so I'll go with Cox and Trey Dean. Trey Dean is third team. Um, and then I will go with... Maybe the Gators' best defensive player a year ago. Ventral Miller. He's third team. Trey but Dean. But that's who I was talking about. I said Trey Dean, right? He's 13. Who was Trading the best defensive Miller, player 13. a year ago? I said Brenton Cox. He wasn't. Okay. I, well, then I, I mean, who was their best defensive player? I know they, Dexter. I don't know. They, he wasn't even that good. Yes, he was. Took some plays off. I thought he made big impact. So those are your uh, second teamer and third teamers. So we'll now see. Now I'm confused. Which was second and which was third? Cox and Dexter, second team. Yeah. Dean and Miller, third team. Okay. There you go. And Trey Dean, I think it's just because he's been around a long time. They go, hey, I've, I've heard of this guy. Let me pull. Yeah. So I saw I'm, him get blown up by an Alabama receiver one time. <laughs> and now if you look at Osiris Torrance in the preseason, all the honors have been tremendous. Preseason All-American by the AP. Phil Steele made him a preseason All-American. So did the Sporting News. So did the, the list that Walter Camp put out. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if he's going to be that good. And you also have the other guys that they've got back and who've been around, you know, guys like Garage and everybody. Um, I mean, they can't win either of the first two games. The offensive line doesn't play well. Agree. Either one of them. They've got to be able – and look, you won't, I mean, I, I know I've been talking up Utah. Um, but the, the game – the one game they lost with Cam Rising as their starting quarterback because they went – I'm not gonna, the Ohio State game he got knocked out and that wasn't but the one game regular season game they lost 
Oregon State ran for like 260 yards or something crazy like that. So it's not like, I mean, that's Oregon State. It's not Alabama running for that kind of yard. So even though that was that was with Devin Lloyd and, and their other linebacker who's gone. Um, so, I mean, there yeah, I mean, there's a way, there's probably, there's definitely a path, let's put it that way. Sometimes I can't see the path. This t- I can see the path. Well, and, and if people are asking about the, the path and you look at what Louisiana did last year, they were 10th nationally and first in their conference, which is, again, the Sun Belt, but still. Defense? No, and, and rushing touchdowns. They oh, had 34 rushing touchdowns. So if you're looking at questions about Billy Napier's offense and what he wants to do, well, it's it's very balanced, and they're gonna run, but they're when they get down there, they're probably gonna run a lot. Now, the interesting part is gonna be how much does Florida want to do that gets tricky, or you know, bootlegs and stuff like that. That that'll be the fascinating part, and how they use, um, you know, Richardson. I I mean, like I I think their game plan doesn't change by Jack Miller's injury for the first nope. game. Doesn't change a bit. Can't. You got to win football games. That's the way you got to win. You got to win the game that way. And then go try to win the next one. That's right. Well, your winners, if you made it through the first hour and can win the next one, if you stay through the second hour, it'll be brought to you by Melden Law. They won't back down, and we'll get after it here on the tailgate. Left Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. 
Back to school means back to routines and, of course, back to school shopping. And while spending on outfits and supplies can be stressful, Radiant Credit Union can help you out this season. Every time you use your Radiant Credit Card from July 22nd through the end of August, you'll be automatically entered for a chance to win a $1,500 statement credit. Just swipe your credit card and we'll handle the rest. You have enough to do, like avoiding the PTA parents in the drop-off line. Stop by or visit RadiantCU.org slash rewards for details. No purchase necessary. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, that is us. Welcome. Second hour of the tailgate begins now. Happy you have joined us. Much better today weather-wise outside. Now pouring like it was yesterday. Sunshine. And the uh, the kitties are back. Campus is getting crowded. And that means don't go to Target and Walmart this week. Nope. Nope. Do not. Or anywhere else, actually. Uh, I finally found this. I finally found this story out I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute but okay because um, you know i've got to have a reason to watch everything that you do yeah um i wonder if there's a reason that uh, oregon is talking with the big 10 right now that is uh something that is happening so that could be yeah. the uh, the next option of moving over and maybe while your boy the cattleman was saying florida state could join well here's here's the thing that um i, I listened to brett uh, McMurphy, who's on right now with Feinbaum today on the radio, and um, he made a great point. He said that every every Power Five school that's not in the SEC has contacted the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to jump in. It's a billion dollars a year. I mean, you don't all yeah, every, you know obviously divided x number of ways. Um, I guess there's going to be a tonight on Real Sports. Uh, the commissioner uh, of the uh, Big Ten has uh, done an interview, and they've get they've they've released some things. And one of them is we're gonna we're gonna be a twenty team conference. Uh, you know, I don't know I can't tell you when, but we're gonna do that's what we're gonna our goal is. Um, so everybody's kind of lining up, kind of like they did for the Big Twelve that one time, and then the Big Twelve went, yeah, we're good. 
There, yeah. None of you really can offer us anything good. Um, but Oregon's one of them. But again, the Oregon president wasn't there. The commissioner of the Big Ten wasn't there. So it's just lawyers and agents talking about yeah. what the numbers would be. So, but it'll be interesting to see where this goes. And I, I want to watch that interview tonight. And I still think that that brand is one of the few left that actually have an attraction and is known nationally because of what they've done with the uniforms and everything else. So I mean, why not? I mean, if you're, if you're looking to expand, they would be one of the schools that I would be going after, no question. Yeah, they um, – no, I, I – look, I, I still – and it's just my opinion, but, again, there are people crunching numbers that are way uh, smarter than me and way above my pay grade and everything like that. But I don't know what some of these schools can offer you. And don't forget, the Big Ten really is a stickler for your academics too. I mean, um, UCLA and USC – Obviously, you got a brand, but there's also academic situation there. I mean, you don't have to be in that. What do they call that? That Florida's in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, or what? What, what is it that you? There's that club you're in where you have you're considered one of the universities that is the highest. Yeah, they're really smart people. I can't think of what 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 it's called. <coughs> and again, I'm not saying you have to be in that, but you at least have to have a lot of positive things going on. And I think there's some schools that just can't even think about. Well, speaking of uh, crunching numbers, and if you want to think about it, Pat and I are trying to raise $2.2 billion to join the uh, group that may purchase the Anaheim Angels. So if you want to help chip in, Pat will be the, the manager. I will be the GM. So we're looking yeah. for a I'll let you manage CF, for a day, CFO. though, if you come up with enough money. It'll be fun to uh, buy the Angels. I mean, probably have to move to California, but hey. We could just get it get it together. Um, and that stadium is probably way bigger than the stadium you're talking about, right? Wow. I, I Well, I'm researching a story that I didn't know was even a big deal, but it started because I saw a headline on Feinbaum about the uh, director of operations for at Hawaii said it's going to – Hawaii has – or uh, Vanderbilt has no idea what they're getting into when they come here. I'm like, what are they getting into? Poi, Mai Tais, nice luau, some coconuts. You're going to Hawaii. It's, Probably going to get laid. I wish I was. Co- <laughs> I wish I was covering the game, but uh, what I and I, I kind of I this slipped my mind or slipped my memory. Um, he's talking about the stadium, and he, and he says in the story, I know it's only going to be 9,300 people, but it's going to sound like 90,000. I'm like, well, I'm going to go with. How about no on that? But the Aloha Stadium, I forgot, got condemned mm-hmm. a year ago. And so they had to find a place to play. So they co- renovated, I guess, what is their soccer field right now? I think it's called Ching, TC Ching. It could be TC Chen. You remember him in the U.S. Open? He double hit that ball one time. Anyway, um, and so they they built it up, you know, put some money into that so they can play games there. And I guess they're going to build a new stadium eventually. I think twenty twenty six. Well, but I, I mean, so you does that really strike fear in your heart, Vandy? Nine thousand people. Yeah, and and I remember when we went out there, and got to we we played there at Florida. We we traveled yeah. to Hawaii and got oh, to be there in two thousand. Oh, you didn't have your coach the first game. No, he got <laughs> a little sick. 
But we would we went by the football stadium and it was a crap hole back then. So you wonder why yeah. you know now the Pro Bowl well, it got condemned. Going there. That's, yeah. <laughs> so even back then, how bad it was. But they would I I know they would even hold like flea markets there in the parking lot. I don't know how as, bad it was, but it's hard to believe it was not worse than Legion Field was. Legion Field was just god awful. I thought I think I know they condemned the the upper decks at Legion Field when we were there for the Birmingham Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know if it's still. I think it is still hosting games. It's it's awful. Parking lots full of potholes and everything. But um, but it, I mean, can you imagine saying that about Vandy? Doesn't know what they're getting into. They've been to Tuscaloosa. They've been to the swamp, I believe, last year for a homecoming. Wasn't it homecoming last year? Yeah. Uh, they've been to. And they got shut out, right? Florida beat them like forty-two, like nothing. forty-two, nothing. Yeah. They've been to Athens. They've been to LSU. I think they can handle your little ninety three hundred feet or seat <laughs> soccer stadium that you're having there, but uh, that'll be interesting. Now, Vandy has to win that game. I mean, if they don't win that game, it's going to be hard to see a lot a lot of wins on their schedule. That it will. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's get uh, Bill to kick things off in the second hour. Hey, Bill, what's up? Hey, guys, greetings from Nashville once again. Pat, did I understand you correctly to say that you think there is a path for Florida to win against Utah? Is that Yes, that's that what, what I said. Say. Yes, I, th- this is not a fifteen-point game. This is a point and a half, two-point game. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time uh, understanding this. And you're, you're not the first person that I've heard echo these these thoughts. But I mean, if I'm looking down the roster of both of these teams, uh, and I'm looking at potential first-round draft choices on both sides of the ball, I don't see these teams matching up there. Am well, I wrong? Well, part of it is, uh, you know, there's there's guys on their team that I, I don't – you probably haven't seen play. You know, they've got a DB whose name is escaping me right now that is projected as a first round. And he's only a sophomore. Yeah, he's a first – yeah. 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 Um, uh, but, I mean, but that the, – the, the, the thing is, they're a college football team. They're not a team full of pros. Like, like when you go play yeah. Alabama, you're playing a team full of pros. You go play Georgia, you're playing a team full of pros. Utah is a college football team put together for the purpose of winning college football games, and that's what makes them tough to beat. Um, and and Florida again, again, it is hard to get that taste out of your mouth from last year, Jeff. I mean, I I just I know it's a different coaching staff and everything, but it's just hard to think about these guys playing games and um, after last year's team. And if I, if I was getting better news out of camp, I I think I'd maybe feel differently. Yeah, well, uh, and maybe I'm not getting the same news that you're getting, but you're talking about Torrance a few minutes ago, you know, first-team all-conference. Javon Dexter is saying, look, and this guy's projected as potentially a first-round draft pick, saying, you know, if, if you're not on every down, you know, you can't, just, you, can't, you can't just bull rush this guy. You've got to figure out what you're doing every single down. You know, um, but but uh, Javon Dexter potential first round draft choice. Jason Marshall potential first round draft uh, draft choice. And that's reaching a little bit there. I I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I'm not saying this year, of course. But but um, but I mean, but you go to the offensive side of the ball. You know, their first round. I mean, excuse me. Their uh, their uh, first string running back, Tavius uh, Tavius Taylor, whatever whatever his name is. I mean, Tavion Taylor. Yeah. T- thank you. T- okay, 
I mean, he was removed last year from starting because he was fumbling the ball. He was, but then he kind of came back and had a great – I think he rushed for 1,200 yards for the season. But here's here's the only thing that I'll say and ended up is – the I, I mean, I understand the, the, they're coached by a great team and they've got some very good players. But as you guys have said, they have not. They've none of these guys have ever played in an environment like what they're going to be playing in uh, that Saturday night. And if somebody puts the football on the ground and that place reacts the way that seventh, you know, when Auburn was ranked seventh and came in, yeah. and if the crowd reacts the way they did when Michael Piron ran down the sidelines. I think at that point it's going to be game over. These guys are going to look around like feeling like they're in the depths of hell. I just don't think they have any idea what they're getting ready to get themselves into. Yeah, I mean, they they play in some tough play. I mean, Alton, but I think Alton's only seats about 60, doesn't it? I'll look that up. But, no, I, I mean, Bill, I completely agree with you, and I think more than anything that's why Mike – like, especially just when you look at last year and what they did on the road and – and it's not even going to close to what this atmosphere is yeah, going to be like. They lost to BYU on the road with yeah. Brewer as their quarterback. They lost yeah, I, to I San Jose get State it. with San, Brewer as their quarterback. San Diego, San Diego State. San Diego State, I'm sorry. And then they lost to um, Oregon State. After. So, and, and I don't think any of those teams were in the playoff, were they? No. Or I so. so I'm, I'm going to go back on yeah. my memory and go. How about new? And I just, I Bill, I, and and maybe I just know and and have seen it enough to be around it so far. And, and maybe national people don't. Although Vegas continues to drop the line Thank as you. it gets closer and closer Thank to zero. Like I just, I know how much these guys have prepared and and what they've done to understand what Utah is going to try to do. I mean, Florida is somewhat new. Like, there's a lot of questions that they don't know about. Utah's not. Like, Florida can look at a lot of the stuff that they do, and that's where Billy Napier excels. Like, he doesn't have a set anything. It's basically, what does the other team do well, and how am I going to counter that? Whether it's on his side offensively, or how is he going to stop it defensively? And I just, I think I, even though we haven't seen it at Florida, I think all the preparation and stuff that I've been privy to, it's, I understand it enough to think, wow, yeah, I, I think they're going to be pretty damn good to stopping these guys. By the way, Alton Stadium, you mentioned it. Seats fifty four. You mentioned it. Okay, okay, but you mentioned it earlier. Both of their linebackers, big time linebackers, are gone. Um, now they do have Debate coming in. That that will that will be really interesting to see how that plays out. But you could see our tight ends having a big day, even though we don't have, you know, first, second, or third team tight ends. You could see those guys, the way they're getting open in the spring game, you can see the tight ends and the running backs having, um, a, you know, a good day. Well, yeah, I mean, you make a great point. And Diabate was a really good tackler and a really good, um, you know, had a good nose for the ball. But you know what his flaw oh, yeah. was? Covering people. It, that was yeah. his flaw at Florida. So you know Florida's going to yeah. try to take he advantage took, of that. These guys were so just so poorly coached. I mean – that none of them took the correct angles, him being one of the worst at it, you know. They just did not seem to take the right angles, toward, you know, towards the offensive players. But, um, anyway, I'm excited. I don't know what it's going to take for you to, to buy in uh, their pat, but I just I feel like it's 1990. I feel like the, the cupboard is not bare. The cupboard is not bare. We, we're not deep, but this is not the eighth game in the season. We're, we're relatively healthy right now. And Billy Napier has proven one thing, and that is he's a winner. 
He won at Louisiana. He won in recruiting as soon as he got to Florida. And within the last month has beat Nick Saban, Crystal Ball, and Kirby Smart for some of the top talent in the South. He's winning. He's winning at every corner. I, and so, yeah, but I those think, guys can't help him in this game. Well, no, no. Uh, and no, I believe, I, I my, yeah. My point is, he is a winner, and and he's going to prove it. I, these are just my thoughts. Maybe this is with my orange and blue glass, glasses on. No, and I don't, you know, I don't it, it, disagree. I think that Florida is in good hands, and I think it's just going to keep getting better and better. And like I said earlier on the show. I think at the end of the season, this this will probably be a pretty good team because they'll experience his coaching. I think it's just a tough, tough way to open your season with a team that is, um, you know, ranked seventh in the country and you know is coming off of uh, you know a great finish of their season last year. But hey, again, I see a path to victory for Florida. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy it, fellas. All right, Bill. Appreciate you. All right. Let me quickly. Largest stadium in the pack, ten or twelve or whatever it is, pack eight. Well, it's got to be. Well, it would have been the Rose Bowl. It's the Rose Bowl, okay. Yeah. But again, it's never ninety-two thousand people there, except for the Rose Bowl. Sure. What's the second biggest? Probably USC. Yep, seventy-seven, never full. Third biggest Husky Stadium. They've been kind of iffy. And then you go to the fourth biggest, and it's only. Um, Sixty-two thousand. Now you get down to fifth, and that's Where's Cal, that? and it's yeah. never full. No, so yeah, these guys have not seen an environment like this. I will give you that. Well, they haven't. Well, it's a great environment in here. Pat looks really good today. If you want to tune in on Facebook I'm Live, check him out. T-shirt and gym shorts. Or if you want to call, just do it. Three nine two eight two five five. Be right back to continue the conversation here on the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. 2022 has been a hell of a ride so far, but it's finally football season again and time to get the party started. While everything else seems to be in a constant state of change, at Leonardo's Millhopper, we're still serving pies, garlic knots, and salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Come on in with your family and friends to relive good times and create new memories at Gainesville's iconic pizza destination. Follow us on Instagram for the sexy food pics, and as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. Hey, Jeff. Yo! I'm back, baby! 
Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you probably have the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. Since the sports here on campus seem to sparkle all the time, well, why don't you follow suit and sparkle in the stands? Oaks Jewelry has become as popular as the new coaching staff has in just a short time, and they've got rose gold, white gold, yellow gold, watches, purses. Let's just put it this way. They've got something special that is perfect for you at a price that's as awesome as a Gator victory. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the place to go for all your jewelry needs. So go see it for yourself. It's right across the street from the Oaks Mall, not far at all. Or you can check them out online at oaksjewelry.com. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we know who Florida's coach is. We just heard him. Can you give me Washington State's head coach? Jeff Hostetler. That's your answer to everything. Jake Dickert. Dylan Hoff? Dickert. That's their coach. I've never heard of him. That's Doug Dickert's brother. He's making a whopping $1.5 million, the lowest paid coach in the Pac-12. Wow, still $1.5 million. Who do you think makes the most? Well, you don't know because USC doesn't have to turn theirs in, but I'm sure Lincoln Riley makes more than anybody. Yeah. But second most, your boy Kyle Whittingham. Mm-hmm. You know, $5.2 million. It's a lot. Gets after it. That sounds like uh, the same amount of uh, yearly salary that Jack from Atlanta gets, 5.2 mil. Uh-oh. What's up? Easily. Not, Easily. Not, not quite. I will say this. I'll donate 50 grand to the, uh, to the, to the, uh, to, to the baseball team. But uh, nice. I'll take care of sales and marketing. But Pat has to get a Whitey Herzog like uh, Buzzcut to be the manager. <laughs> uh, I can do that. My hair is getting a little bit unruly anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, I just, I just think you'd be good. Pat, you were talking about the uh, Big Ten. Uh, you're talking about the AAU, the American Association of That's Universities. That's what it is, yes, yes. Thank and you. The only, the, only, the only non-member of that in the Big Ten plus whatever they are right now, uh, the big, is Nebraska. And the only four members in the AAU right now, I think Texas is in there, I don't know about Oklahoma, but the only four members we have is Vanderbilt, University of Florida, Florida A&M, and Missouri. Florida A&M and Missouri. Oh, no, Missouri. sorry, Texas A&M. Texas okay, A&M. yeah, I was going to say, I don't think Florida A&M is in the A&M. SEC. But, no, well, they're not um, in the SEC. But, yeah, Missouri's, of course, leaning on its broadcasting school and journalism school for that. But, exactly. yeah, no, I know. Yeah, but I, I think in the Big Ten, like you said, I, I, I think Nebraska was a, uh, hey, that, you don't have to be in it. 
<laughs> you don't have to be in it. We'll take you. You're a brand. Now, it hadn't worked probably out the for worst, Probably the worst decision a school's ever made besides Georgia Tech living in the SEC. Not a good one. Well, how about when Swanee yeah. left the SEC? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Forgot about that. I think I covered that at press conference, actually. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something. I, I agree with the previous caller. I think he has some great notes. I, again, we're talking about a Pac-12, whatever they are now, Pac-12 minus two. We're not talking about an SEC team. We're talking about a Pac-12 team. And I'm telling you, uh, sorry, Jeff, I'm going back old school here. I'm looking like, uh, Pat, I think this is going to be like a Miami 1983 game where, you know, we got you know Wayne Peace and, it's, and the place is rocking and rolling. It's allowed against Miami that eventually we beat, that went on to win the national championship. I, I got that kind of feeling because I'm sitting on that side of the stadium this year. And I just think, again, I, I don't think the – after watching the last, again, I've been, I'm a boring old man now. As, as you said, Pat, I got my degree at 100 years old. But <laughs> I don't think we're going to, I don't think we're going to see the, the, like the 50, um, the 50 uh, quarterback draws like we saw under Mullen. I do believe that we're going to see, like I said before, see a lot of RPOs because that's what, that's what AR is really good at, RPO. I don't think Billy's going to try to get this guy in space and try to hurt him because what's going on with our quarterback run. Your thoughts? Well, yeah. No, I mean, I think it's certainly a, a possibility. I think that um, they've got an, a, an opportunity to do some things. But, I, but again, I don't. I think they're they're so busy with the install. It's going to be in, curious to see because, as Jeff said earlier, today's the last day of camp. So right. now, you, now you kind of go into the prep work for this game and and look for ways to attack them. But yeah, I I do think they have been trying to figure it out already. You know, it's not like they. First time they've watched film on Utah. Yeah, but and I think too, guys. I think you're going to see too. I think this after this season, you're going to see a lot of attrition. Those guys that had the bad attitudes, you know, some of them left. And by the way, you talking about Diabate? He only weighed 211 pounds and couldn't tackle couldn't tackle my wife. I mean, he was very didn't have much of a didn't have uh, much girth. But I, I believe that this team's going to be focused. I think there's some kids that came here to win national championships. And again, one another thing we've not even we hadn't talked about yet. But you're going to have kids. You're going to have kids at that game from 2023. Look at the recruiting list: 23, 24, and 25. This is how Billy's building the foundation for the, for for what he's going to do in the next four, five, three or four years. No, yeah, and the foundation is being built very, very well. Um, and again, you kind of you you need to play well in this game, or they're. Uh, you know that's obviously going to have an effect on them, and that crowd that crowd needs to be a factor, and you need to feel like I want to come here and play. So um, I have no quite, I no doubt about the fans, and we we already see that it's a, a sellout, Jeff. But I have no doubt about them. Well, I, you know something too. Uh, gosh, I just lost my train of thought. I guess I'm getting too old. But uh, again, the recruiting. I think the the stadium. I mean, when's the last time? I, well, uh, oh, here's what I, I just remember, Pat. I do remember going out during the 1999 FSU game, the Peter Warwick game. I do remember going out and going to the to the uh, to the uh, yeah por- to the porpoise. I do remember yeah. that. So I don't know. I don't remember anything after that because I have my kids with me all the time. <laughs> I don't remember anything after that. But I had to tell you one quick story. One of my buddies, he's one of my, my one of my largest customers, big Georgia fan, just a great guy. But he's a he's a reasonable Georgia fan. So he's sitting up in the upper deck in the north end zone in 1994, and we're just wearing Georgia's butt out. These Gator guys go, hey, man, come on, let's go. He goes, where are we going? He goes, we're going to go drink at the Purple Porpoise. He goes, I'm in. 
He goes, I tell you what, those folks are so nice to me. They bought me my drinks. He goes, I had a great experience uh, at the University of Florida besides the game. So, I mean, again, that, that's, that's one of his greatest stories to tell. I wish we could do that again because now uh, you can actually buy beer at the stadium now. So, uh, again, I, I'm excited. I tell you what, man, I, I'm excited. But I'll bet you guys, I'll bet you guys another 50000 that when we sing the alma mater, I will cry. God bless you both and go Gators. All right, Jack, appreciate you. Sweet. So we got a hundred grand right. towards our team. Well, we're still got a ways to go. Yeah. What'd you say? Two point two billion. Two point two billion. We can call up uh, the Rock. He because he bought he bought the Chiefs at the at the end of Ballers for on HBO. Remember yeah, that? It's a fictional thing, though. Yeah, but he had like he had those two guys that lived on Cape Cod that gave him a whole bunch of money. Well, I don't know where to get two point two billion. I'll, I'll be honest with you. We got to keep. Uh, we got a lot, a lot of great callers. Although he he is not saying it's for sale. He's saying he's exploring. A yes, sale. but we, we'll give him an offer he can't refuse. We'll put a horse's head well, in his d- bed. <laughs> David, you you in? You at least give me like twenty bucks. Yeah, well, I'll do I'll do fifty thousand and one dollars if instead Pat dresses up like the uh, the um, guy of the manager from Major League, but he's got to act like him too. <laughs> and a P on a contract. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Ricky, give him the heater. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I got to work on that voice. So. I man, that's one of the all-time great sports movies. Like, I, I love that movie. But you know, speaking of that, I heard they're doing a documentary and they've cast Ryan Reynolds to uh, to play the um, do the um, dramatization of Pat Dooley when they explore like the history of Gator football. Is that true, Pat? Well, I mean, it would be a good match. I mean, yeah, it's almost an identical twin. Yeah. Here we're pretty close. He asked me to be in Deadpool 3, so. There we go. Um, I did – I wanted to ask real quick, um, our our roster from right now back to, compared to when we played Alabama last season, if you gave me a percentage, what percentage do you think, like, as far as personnel, just the people on the team, how close are we to the same personnel? It's not going to be 100, but you say like 85, 90%? You mean as far as like how, how good this roster is compared to last year's? No, I mean actual names, like who played last year against Alabama versus Oh, Alabama. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty close. I mean, you, you lost some receivers. Those are the big ones. You lost Copeland. You lost Kamor, uh, what, Kamori Gamble. Um, I mean, and then... Pearson... Yeah, so then you're running backs. Well, but Pierce, please. I mean, they his, lost Pierce before carries. the season, yeah. <laughs> he averaged 7.7 well, carries a game. I mean, that's – yeah, I don't know what happened Okay, there. so let's say we got about 85% there. And then I want to ask, do you think Anthony Richardson's a better quarterback than Emory Jones? Yes. I don't I don't think and there's do much, you, much of an option there. Do you think – do you think Napier is a better coach than Dan Mullen, just from what you've seen? And, well, not a better play caller. I think Dan Mullen yeah, is great, great at being a play as caller. As, as far as buy-in and getting the players to give 110%. You know, I remember the first couple of years of Dan Mullen, everybody was talking about the players were all buying in and everything. Um, so, I, I look, I, I, I'm, I'm a wait-and-see guy with this, especially with what's going on here for the last – 10 years, you know, uh, well, with coaches I'm, I'm coming and going, saying, you know, we'll see. If you give me, if you give me 90% of the roster that only lost Alabama versus two points with a better quarterback. And what I like to think, what I hope 
they hope anytime you replace your coach, it's an upgrade. That's the idea. You upgrade your coach so you can win a national championship. So Strickland obviously believes this is an upgrade. So if it is an upgrade, you got a better coach, you got a better quarterback, you got 90% of the roster there, and you're playing some boys that, I mean, look, they're college athletes. Like you said, they're a college football team. That's great. But you know what? Like University of North, South, Central, San Diego State is a college football team. Like just because they play college football doesn't mean they can play SEC football. But whose roster would you rather have, Utah's or Missouri's? Utah or Missouri? Yeah. Utah or South Carolina? I think that Utah, South Carolina would be a good football game. But, I mean, my point is those teams all beat Florida last year. They they beat them in the second half of the season when we agreed that Mullen had given up. I think the defensive coordinator was the problem. Well, okay. Last seven well, games, they gave up 35 points a game. So. Pat, maybe I'm spoiled. Maybe the reason I feel this way is that the first real game I saw where Florida played a team that was outside the SEC that wasn't Florida State was that 06 national championship game where everybody picked Ohio State and then we just run them out of the stadium. So maybe like that and then the fact that the SEC won like a bajillion straight national championships until Jameis Winston pulled one out of nowhere and then, uh, you know, you had a couple string in there uh, from then. Like literally SEC has dominated college football for the last two decades almost. And so I just have find it very hard that in Utah – these guys are training. They can't replicate the humidity. I can give you. I give you the heat, but you can't. Rec- you can't replicate the humidity. You can't replicate the sound. You can't replicate the intensity that these boys train in every single day, and the adversity that they're going to face playing the teams they're going to play. Who they have to be ready for. I just if you if you could sit there and say Utah is a top seven team, then. You're not looking at I, – I, I think Utah, if Utah was in the SEC, Utah would be picked to come in like fifth in the SEC, sixth. Well, I mean, it's hard, to, it's hard to speculate on that. I, it's like the national guys who know college football think no not, only is, not only is Utah going to win their, the Pac-12, they're going to beat Florida and not only that, but they got a shot at being in the playoffs. So, um, I mean – they they usually know something. I mean, but uh, I yeah, mean, I, I'd rather be playing Colorado than Utah. Oh yeah, first game. I mean, something like Cal. that. I mean, listen, I'd you, rather be playing yeah, Cal. Cal, but but so yeah. I mean, David, I, I get it because I'm under the agreement somewhat that that you are, and I think there's a lot of factors that you would think that. But you know, Florida's not at the top of the SEC that's winning those national championships like you're talking about either with Alabama and Georgia and, and has those type of rosters. So. When you look at the rosters, and, and I do agree with you, I think Florida's got at least more talent on it. Um, it's just still to be determined because there's a lot of question marks. You know, how do those guys do? Do they through these 16 days of fall camp learn enough under Napier to make them excel? I think we all hope that that's the case. I think we all know that Florida's talented enough to be able to do that. But now all of a sudden, when you're calling plays and you're running stuff into games. Is it all going to work? Is it is it all going to you know be the way you hope it would? And Utah's got a team that has been around with a guy who's been yeah. very successful for a really long time. Quarterback who's had a bunch of starts and again yeah, threw a lot more than thirty three completions. 
That, do you think that those boys at practice for Napier right now are worried about question marks? Do you think that they care about people? What, like, I mean, it, no. in my mind. No, I don't like, think that don't, at all. They don't, I don't think question marks even exist to them right now. Like, I think that they're, they're out there practicing. You don't sit there and practice in the summer heat in Florida and think, man, I'm going to be the third best team. Oh, you know, we're probably going to lose this Utah game. And in my mind, if, if the Gator football team, that's as talented as they are, makes up their mind that they're going to win a game, the only teams that I see in, in the country that can stop them are the likes of the Alabamas, the Georgias, I mean, probably currently maybe the Ohio State, those types of teams, the Clemson maybe, A&M, those teams that are on that top tier, that have the top tier coaches, those are the ones that their determination from a Florida team can't overcome just on sheer determination alone. Like you're, when people come out and they say, you know, you really got to watch out for Utah, I, I believe we got to watch out for Utah when that score ends up with us losing. Because I just don't see it happen. It's just, I just can't. can't. Well, I wish I had enough confidence like you to, to throw some money down in Vegas. Then I wouldn't have to sit here next <laughs> to Pat every day. Well, I gave, I gave you all all my money for the baseball team. <laughs> can't, there you can't did. do that. Yeah, All right. Be safe. Take care, guys. Thank you, David. Yeah, I I heard today uh, Florida is eighty to one to win the, to be in the national championship game. So there's where you should. I mean, yeah, I'll throw down eighty. David bucks. should throw down some money there. All right, we got to throw down a break. Let's do that. We'll uh, come back if you want to call. You can three nine two eight two five five. You're listening to the tailgate. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around, don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some 
cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Scattered to widespread thunderstorms are still possible through this evening. Then high rain chances around 70 to 80% continue tomorrow and Thursday. Thunderstorms are likely on Friday too. Highs near 90 the rest of the week. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Start to worry about, oh my God, Tom Brady is a statue. There's different things that Tom Brady understands that he needs to do as a quarterback to not put himself in harm's way. I'm not worried about the offensive line at all because you, there's not a lot that you could do in this day and age to Tom Brady to put him in a situation where he's not going to be successful. I'm not worried about it one bit. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I was just checking the line because I was curious if it had moved at all. But, uh, and don't forget, Florida Open is a one-point favorite in this game. But uh, it, stays, it stayed at two and a half. There are a couple places you can get two points. What, what date was that that Florida was favored? When did that like originally come out? Before camps and everything started. Really? Yeah. So then it's gotten worse. Well, I think... When it came out, a lot of money went on Utah right away because a lot of people think Utah is going to be great. So it may have been even in May, you know, when that came out. But that was what it opened at, was one point for Florida. But um, uh, So we'll see. Uh, there's a lot of spreads that are really interesting. and we'll, we got plenty of time to talk about them uh, with the rest of this week, including them. But here's a question I was thinking about coming in. I want to ask you. All right, so... The SEC still hasn't come out with its schedule. May not until the end of the year. They're they're hoping to get Texas and Oklahoma in a year early, but I don't think it's going to happen. Anyway, whatever. But the the 8-9 thing, some schools want eight, some schools want nine games, right? Mm-hmm. And everything I've been told by multiple people, it's split right down the middle. There's seven, one at one way and seven the other. And I'm trying to think, who are the seven that you think do not want it? One of them is pretty obvious. Would be Vanderbilt. Yeah, we just I was Vandy, just telling South you they, they got Elon the second game. They could go two and zero. Oh. Yeah, Vandy, South Carolina, Mississippi yes. State. I see. I don't know about Mississippi State, but it it, it could be one of them. I mean, Ole Miss. Man, I guess another one. I mean, you just went to the Sugar Bowl. You're probably not going. Oh, who we just got to get to six wins yeah. because that's the reason they want to get to right. six wins to go to, to a get bowl. to a bowl game. Missouri. Missouri would definitely be one. So there's five. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on Mississippi State and Ole Miss, but I think you may be right. Auburn? Nah. Auburn's scared. I don't know if Auburn's scared. 
You think Auburn's scared? Mm-hmm. Maybe Tennessee. They're playing. And maybe Tennessee. They yeah, barely got into a bowl game Tennessee. last year. They've had a, some years where they didn't get into bowl games. I'm curious, though, who they are. Well, you, you can go the other way and just figure out who the ones that yeah. voted for. Florida, um, Alabama, Alabama LSU, Georgia, Georgia, LSU, Texas A&M. Man, I don't know. I don't know where Arkansas comes down on that. Arkansas could be a. Either way, I could see them. Yeah, it could be Auburn says yes and Arkansas says no. Tennessee says yes, Kentucky says no, or vice versa. Yeah, Kentucky would be an interesting one too because I mean, I'll use one ten games and you're feeling your oats. Yeah, I would think that they would be. But they want the reason they want ten games is is who they play and their non conference is not that tough. They got Louisville, but other than that, it's not very tough. Yeah, uh, this year. Yep, fascinating. See what will happen. Porter, what's up? Hey, Jeff, I want to ask you a question. I'll give you a chance to think about it. Because, uh, you know, if you could change one play on the grand scale of things, I, was, I asked uh, Pat and uh, Robbie this morning, of course, the, the Lindsey Scott comes to mind. But I'm, I'm thinking more on the grand scale. And uh, off the top of my head, uh, there were two plays late in South Carolina, first game in Omaha that we changed that and we win the game and we're up on nothing. And I think it could have been totally different. But, um, I'll give you a chance to think about it. One play, one play uh, on the grand scale of things, what would you change? Is this baseball-wise only? Well, anything, but I, I figured you would yeah, do more baseball. Um, yeah. I'll let you think about it for a minute. Uh, okay. Pat, you were talking about um, the, the, the Spurrier comments, and I, uh, I uh, got to talk to him today, and I reminded him one, asked him about one that's changed and never heard. And I don't, I can't remember that many from South Carolina, so I'm sure there's some out there you can dig. The only two I really remember was when they asked him about um, moving the Georgia game to later in the year. He said, well, he, he always uh, liked playing early because you could count on them having a few players suspended. And uh, Yeah, that was when, when he was uh, in South Carolina, yeah. Yeah. And then the, the, but I'm just doing quotes from openers. Okay. Well, we were on the way back from um, Florida, Georgia one year. And I'll never forget, we flipped over and we happened to catch the tail end of coverage for South Carolina, Tennessee. And South Carolina just beat Tennessee in Knoxville, and it was the day that uh, Peyton Manning was there. They were renaming one of the roads and stuff. And you can tell. I mean, it's like I could see it, even though I was just on the radio. The, the, whoever's doing the interview stops coach on the you know on the field still, and everything's going on. And asking, he's like, I don't know if you know it, but uh, Peyton Manning was here to, and of course he never beat you when he was with them. And Springer cut him off, says, Yeah, we we, we got him when I was over at Washington. He was in Indianapolis too. I mean, he's our good luck charm. We ought to take him with us wherever we go. <laughs> and I'll never forget that. That was just hilarious. But, you know, I'd love to see some, hear a bunch of the, the ones that we probably missed in the South Carolina, from South Carolina. And I yeah, he had some good ones up there, too. Um, he's the best quote of all time. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Jeff, what would, uh, what would well, you come up with? The one one with Tebow, remember when Tebow ran for five touchdowns? And he has, so what, what do you, how many do you run for? One, two, three, five. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I mean the the Tyler Thompson thing in the World Series, I think is is first and foremost for me. Just needed a fly ball. Yeah, there's no there's no question there. And then the other one is is 2002. Um, Gators, I was gonna say Ramshaw. Yeah, it was it was Ramshaw in the game. Oh and, man, I think that's on my list. But Jim, Jim Burt got the hit. I know we would have won. I have seen Miami walk off in our in our field socks. By the way. Yeah, I uh, mean to me that was that. I mean that's still the most awful because I mean. Ramshaw yeah. was in my damn wedding, and I mean that's how close we were. So to see that yeah, happen, that's, that, it, it that's sort of the baseball equivalent of the of the um, Lindsey Scott play. Yep. You know, from that, I was just but on the grand scale of things, if you have to pick one, and the other one I'd kind of it's interesting. Um, 
Grant Hill into, into Dan Cross, if they call that a charge, I think Grant Hill fouls out of the game. You know, you don't know if we're going to win, but we make the championship game, and who won that year? Was it, was it UNLV? No, maybe? Arkansas. Arkansas won. It was Arkansas? actually, they did call it a charge if they called it a block. Yeah, he's out. He was, yeah, he would have been out of the game. Okay, it was, just, it was the other way. They were down it. to yeah. – that, that play, I would I – would, I would, no, look, there's only one play that I would go back in time to take back. I know. I, if I, I had a choice you. of that or, you know, like – Getting rid of somebody, I would still want that. <laughs> well, I'm with Jeff. I'm with Jeff because I would go honestly with something that makes a difference on the, on the grand scale of things, and a natty tight is is better. But it, it's also good taking the natty tight away from Georgia. All right, go Gators, be safe. Man. All right, Porter, thank you. And he still hadn't. The game wouldn't have been won, so he still would have had to win the game. But that was a big. I remember sitting there, freaking out, man. It was weird. Restoned or something? No, just just get the ball in the air. Yeah, you know, and that's all he did was hit fly balls the entire year. I know, so it was like a no-brainer. Did he hit to a double play? Yep, oh. that was the play where they got the guy and then came home, and the catcher uh-huh. made this backhanded play, and the mask was right there, and the ball just missed missing the mask. And that's how you win championships? It was like but the I mean, biggest fluke ever. That's the thing. I mean, you win championships by making great. You know, I always had this saying: college football season comes down to a handful of plays and a handful of games. Mm-hmm. There's about three or four games that can go either way, unless you're Nebraska and you lose eight one one possession games, yeah. like they did last year. But usually it's three or four games that make a difference in your season, and then there's a few plays in in those games. But. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's fun. It's hey, maybe cr- Daryl Jackson not dropping that punt against Alabama '99 would be right up there with me. Yeah, Jeff Chandler not uh, missing the extra he point. Missed the extra point, but that that if he doesn't fumble there, that, they win that. It's game over anyway. Yeah, and that was the first time that. Gators had lost in the swamp ever when I was a student. I actually like had been there for f- three years. Mr. Negative, though, I think the streak was 30 something games. Yeah. I remember Heath Klein always tells me, so I don't remember saying it, but he says, I remember right before the game, he went, I think the streak ends today. Really? Yeah. Jerk. I just had a feeling. You blew it. And then after that, when I when fantasy football started, like I made sure I took Sean Alexander every year because I was like, man, this Which guy's was a stud. not a bad thing to do. And he was actually good in yeah. the pros too. Yeah. All right, we got to get a final break. We'll do that. Come back and wrap things up. You are listening to the tailgate from the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN ninety eight one FM and eight fifty AM WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy and I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my 
team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Whose side is Harvey Ward on? If you believe he's on our side because he voted with Commissioners Chestnut and Walker against the elimination of single-family zoning, think again. On August 31st of 2020, Ward voted to have city staff prepare a plan to eliminate single-family zoning. This was after the Gainesville Rise proposal in 2018. People packed City Hall saying we don't want it, but Ward asked staff to eliminate it. Whose side is Harvey Ward on? If you believe he's on our side, think again. Don't let Ward's vote on August 4th fool you. Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will protect neighborhoods. Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will restore citizen-centered government. And Gary Gordon is the only candidate who will cut wasteful spending. Choose the candidate who has mayoral experience. Vote Gary Gordon for Gainesville Mayor. Political advertising paid for and approved by Gary Gordon. Campaign for Gainesville Mayor. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Our Gator coverage is so strong, we make National Geographic look like a petting zoo. We are ESPN 98.1 FM at 850 AM WRUF. Home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoso and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, before we get out of here, I got a question for you. you ready? Okay. How many people do you think you talk right now? I mean, this is a this is a destination game. I mean, you know, people want to come here because they've heard all about Gainesville. Yeah. That's about five thousand. Yeah, I mean, I, what do they give them now? Because it used to be eight. I don't know if it's still eight. I think it is. Man, they may bring them all. You know, still, it is a long, a long way, way to, to go. go. Yeah, and a short time to get there. So watch how band it <laughs> runs. But you know. But for those fans, it's it's going to be kind of a cool experience, and then they're going to realize that it's – why are we sweating so much? <laughs> I will say this. Their fans are in trouble. I don't know if their team's in trouble, but their fans are probably going to be in trouble because you can't prepare for this, for that kind of humidity and heat, especially if you're going to show up and go, yeah, we found a great tailgate. They didn't even charge us. We parked right by this lake, and, uh, <laughs> hey, there's an alligator. Yeah. He's up there eating your uh, chicken. <laughs> Do you watch the uh, – you probably say no because we had this discussion the other day about the Field of Dreams game. Did you watch the Little League game? Um, I watched about an inning or two of it. I did watch – It's kind of cool because they 
they throw up their little baseball cards when they were little, or at least how they looked in a little league uniform. Yeah. So it's well, kind of fun why, to see that where did stuff. They, where do they play that game? Is there another yeah, they regular built a, baseball yeah, field? Yeah, they built this field there, oh. a big one. Okay. And then all the the participants get to do it. And George W. was there. I did see that he was there. That was yeah. cool. Um, actually, was like from me to you to him in Omaha. We were talking about you know College World Series and all that. He threw out the first pitch. The Gators had the first game, so he was down there underneath, and I was coming up from interviewing Sully, going back up to the tunnel, and he walked right there next to me. I was like, hey. Yeah, that's what you said. He said, hey, what's going on, brother? How you hey, doing? Hey, GW, what's up? He's like. And he he's always really good though. Remember he was he was the guy after nine eleven that freaking threw a perfect strike. He did. I I was actually from me, me to Zach from him one time. Oh yeah. Well, it was at Daytona five hundred. There was huge wall in between us. But yeah. He was sitting right over there. So. So we both have a connection with. It made so me think of it because I, I remember seeing this picture of like Alex Verdugo, who's got like gold teeth all up yeah. front. He's got a sweet little. Uh, what, what do the kids call that? A little grill. Uh, Grill, yeah, there yeah. you go. See, even Pat knows it. Did you? Um, no, totally forgot. You, you got me off t- topic with the grill talk. I was trying to think of there was something I was going to ask you, but I can't remember what it is. So. Are my muscles real or steroid enhanced? They're real. Is that what you were going to ask me? Who won that game, by the way? Uh, Baltimore. They beat the Swarks. They stink. Orioles are only like two out of the wild card. What? Got a chance. I thought the Red Sox were going to be better this year. You know who uh, passed away today? Gary Gaines. That was the coach that uh, coached Odessa in Friday Night Lights. Against Permian? Um, Permian. No, it was Odessa Permian. Oh, it was. Yeah. I like the movie okay. My f- wife and daughter are obsessed with the TV show. TV show. They w- they're probably on their third watch of it. Wow. Going to them all. They love the TV show. And again, the show's not about football, but mm. there's... There's just enough but in there. Had Derek Jeter's girl in there. I liked I liked the show, but I I can't tell you that I watched the whole series. I know one guy got crippled from a hit. Billy Bob was the coach in the movie. He was, and the guy got hurt. Boot was it Booby Miles? Is that his name? Booby blew out his ACL. Mm-hmm. See, I know a little bit. And they put him in the game late. I don't know if that's that's what happened in the movie when he shouldn't have been in Probably. the game. Damn Odessa Permian. All right, Zach crushed it today as he always does producing. And, of course, if you listened at any point, we appreciate that. We'll do it again tomorrow and uh, certainly have plenty more to talk about as football gets closer and closer. For those, see ya. I'm Dozo. Peace out. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF.